0: Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. Amen. Sally, I see you back there doing the jig. Boy, she is excited in Jesus' this morning. I, it's good to have a good security leader that's excited for Jesus. Amen? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, before Sammy, as I, as I told you, Sammy has a little um, testimony to share of what God's doing when I say little, I don't really know what to expect from Sammy, but um, I do know there was some scripture sent in, so this might be a message. So I'm, uh, I am prepared, but I want to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has done in Sammy, and I believe that we need to hear what God has done because I believe there's some healing going to take place. Amen? Yes. But before I before I lean into that direction, I want to um, encourage you. Many of you have asked questions. We have announced and we have advertised a a family crusade, and and to give clarity to what that means is that it is a revival for all ages, and um, we will have uh, some wonderful music. Uh, we are preparing to have food for you know those who uh, if. If your kids are in school already, we, we don't want you to have to worry about going home, trying to prepare a meal, and getting back. So Sunday night through Wednesday night, we'll have a, a meal for those who come uh, to, to make sure that you get here and, and that you can come and, and just enjoy the worship time. Um, our praise team will be doing the worship on Sunday morning, uh, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. Um, on Monday night, uh, the Rio South praise team we'll be doing our worship for that night yeah and uh, if you we had a we had a worship event here a few months ago and they led that worship and they're just a great group of humble young young people who love Jesus and who are excited to see God move and so they're gonna come and do our worship that night and then the next night uh, the plan is is that Mountain View Church of God and their praise team which they just had another uh, a youth worship night the other night and they're rocking and rolling so I'm saying, hey, bring those winds of fire with you, amen? And let's have a good time. But um, some of you remember Scott King who, who did our revival. Um, I, it feels like last year, but I think it was two years ago. I mean, last, I, I, said, I said something uh, about our couple's you know, retreat last year, and somebody said, no, that was in 2019. I said, we lost a year somewhere, okay? But anyway, um, Scott King is a phenomenal evangelist, And um, we baptized over 80 people during that revival when he was here, and we're expecting some phenomenal things. So it is a revival, but there's also a children's um, pastor who is internationally known for for several different characters. The Church of God has used him at their International General Assembly to do the children's church for for 4,000 kids at a time. He is a a powerful man of God. So they're going to be tag-teaming. And, and so I know that we might not be accustomed to that we've never might not have ever seen that before but uh, where they have tag-teamed in this family crusade in the past has it, it has been a phenomenal experience and and so I want you to come it is going to be an event for all ages whether you're 99 or 9 or, or, or 9 months uh, it's gonna be a great time and, and come expecting to receive God yes it's gonna be fun you're gonna laugh you're gonna cry uh, and and my, my hope is that you'll be drawn closer to the Lord and that you'll find your way to an altar at some point to experience God in a greater way. So if you have been confused in, uh, about the terminology of family crusade, then I hope that clarifies that. But I want every one of you here, um, we want to see God move. And I believe this is going to be a revival that will touch every age in our church. It's not just for the old, not just for the young, it is for everyone. Can I get a witness? Amen. So come out and be a part of that. This coming Saturday, uh, we have our, our whole church um, outing is going to be at Metcalf Bottoms, and uh, it's going to be a great time of fellowship. Uh, I've, I've encouraged you to I've encouraged you to be a part of of fellowship events because if we're part of a community we got to come together sometime so if you're not accustomed to coming to our get-togethers would you make arrangements to say you know what this is gonna be the one I come to and there's a sign-up sheet in the back if you want to uh, put uh, put down some food that you would like to bring it's gonna be a potluck kind of event and and look we're gonna walk out of there waddling because I'm believing there's going to be some good good food and so come and enjoy They'll be picking and grinning and singing, and there'll be fellowship time. It's going to be a wonderful time. And once again, that is an all age, uh, all age type of event. Come on out and be with that. Uh, the women are planning on going on a on a um, help me dear conference. Thank you. I couldn't think of the word conference. And um, all those who are interested in going to that, uh, well, if you can meet Miss Kim right after service, uh, she's usually right here. So that's why I'm like, you're supposed to speak to me, dear. But she's back there. Barbara Taylor must have uh, caused her backsliders. I mean, uh, caused her to go in the back. But anyway, um, so if you're interested in going to the women's conference, um, I believe that is the 13th and 14th uh, then uh, of August. Be aware of that. It's going to be a great, great, great event. I know there's a whole lot of things that we can say and a whole lot more stuff that we can talk about. Um, Glad to have Tom and uh, Leanne with us this morning. We're so thankful that you guys are here. And if you're visiting with us and I haven't gotten your name yet, we're thankful that you're here. and We are excited that that God has uh, chosen today for you to be here because I believe God has a message for you through this testimony. Sammy, come on up here, brother. I'm not going to share all of Sammy's testimony, and this is not that time either. He's going to be sharing a, a, a word with you. But, you know, Sammy grew up on the streets of Dallas. Uh, is that correct? And um, it was a gang life. It was a rough life. And and uh, But I believe that God has, has really been stirring in him. And and um, I sense there's a call in your life. And, and, and Missy, uh, she's like, Lord, please don't let him do that. But... Um, have, every time you go by his place of business And uh, it's his Christian music He's got a word for you There's something that, that he can encourage you with and, um, and I believe that there's some ministry That's boiling that uh, I'm excited about Because I believe God's going to use you In a powerful way, brother Okay, Let me get you a microphone, mm-hmm. sorry
1: No, these are not everything I'm talking about today <laughs> <laughs> uh, God is for sure good. Um, in the middle of anything that you're going through, he's always there. He's good. Um, but <clears throat> uh, I think Josh has uh, the doctor report. Um, a lot of you don't, maybe a lot of you don't know, but I had cancer. Had, past tense, had. I I had to do my bone marrow biopsy, um, my days are a little mixed up sometimes, July 7th, July 1st, and I already knew, I already knew God healed me when I was in the hospital, I was just having to go through the process, you know. So um, <clears throat> I was off my chemo, my oral chemo, all the medicine, gaining some strength back, some putting some weight back on, and I wasn't dreading going to the doctor. I was excited because, like I said, I already knew I was, God had touched me and healed me that I'd have nothing to worry about ever again. So July 1st was my bone marrow biopsy. They had to go dig, get some bone marrow, and he said, give it one week, one week to get your report back, so I said, okay, so i go about life, work, do whatever, and uh, July the 8th, I go back to my doctor visit, and my doctor and his assistant, they were happy, excited, and it's like, they were in awe, really. And the report that I got, my doctor said, I've never had a report read this way. And I give little precepts of the report. Long story short, all the big long words for what tests they did they're not in there but uh yeah there it is Um, i'm just going to read parts of it it says the white blood cells are normal in number with a normal differential and they show an unremarkable morphology and his words were unremarkable he elaborated on that word unremarkable and there's no circulating blasts that are seen, meaning there is not even a tracer of cancer in my bone marrow. So all, all the prayers, the thoughts, everything that was with that, that is all God, you know? Not man, not me. It's all God. And I told the pastor, I said, I wanted to share that because a lot of times Yeah, we believe that God's pulling us through, but there's really no evidence. And evidence sometimes is hard to, I don't know how to really say, evidence is hard to, uh, hard to say. What was that? Yeah. And when someone other than you and your belief, they say, hey, it's unremarkable, you know, Unbelievable. So that's confirmation you know God is unbelievable. So the scripture that I've been reading a lot on was about the woman with the issue of blood. And I've been reading a little bit she had this issue for 12 years maybe. And it's Luke 8:43-48. And I think they have it on the screen. Um, it was a woman in the crowd and this is over a period of time. She was she was had this issue of this blood for this amount of time and she could find no cure and in that time she was pressing and pressing these pastor you said talking about stepping out in faith and going to get what you want this lady she pressed in pressed in pressed in pressed in until she finally was able to get a touch of him and all she touched was a little piece of his garment and she got healed that fast so when I was in the hospital that's what I believed. I trusted God you know yeah this looks bad but I'm not gonna look at that I wanna look and see where you want me to be and take me so that scripture right there that that's what really helped me and then um, the other one was Hebrews 914 and it says how much more then will the blood of Christ who Through the eternal spirit, he offered himself unblemished. Be cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. So how I took that was even though we live life and sometimes we not necessarily say we forget God, but life gets in the way. And sometimes we kind of forget where God brought us from. And that's what that scripture to me, what it read what i perceive that scripture to say and then the next one was um, deuteronomy 32 39 see now that i myself am he in the very beginning when i came out of hospital i told the pastor i want to know who this i am is and this is he there is no god beside me i put to death and i bring to life yeah, it looked like death for me, but he brought me back to life. I, I, I have wounded and I will heal and no one can deliver me. No one can deliver out of my hand. If God says you're going to live, you're going to live. You know, if something happens and we get called home early, he called you home early for a reason, you know that is something I see when he calls people home early for a reason what I think is it's for the next it brings uh, I don't have to say it Um, my mind's still kinda cloudy but you know how they say when someone passes yeah they they pass the legacy you know but a lot of people they see the hurt and the pain they really don't want to see exactly what was passed. And that's what I feel with me, you know. He's helping me build something to pass either here, my kids, my wife. We don't know. But I just know, like you just said, there's something happening. And I believe it. And then uh, the other scriptures was Isaiah thirty-eight sixteen 16-17. You restored me to health and let me live. He restored me. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. Even though, my wife's over there, they told me, you don't take this blood, you die. <laughs> but I didn't want to. So even though in the pit, where I, well, the hospital bed where I was laying, he says, you have put all my sins behind your back. So anything that I was dealing with through the when I was in the hospital room, I seen my whole life. What happened, what went on, what I done, what I did bad, you know, that's what that scripture stands out. No matter what, I still have an opportunity to say, Thank you, God, for healing me, delivering me, and dying for me, and I ex- give me I, um, I grabbed onto him and asked for forgiveness, you know, to make me whole. And the last scripture um, is Psalms thirty-two. Lord, my God, I called you for help, and you healed me. I called every day, every day. We had prayers, you know, too, but I was always calling and searching, and He healed me. That's, when, that's, that's what I had for today. And you're talking about revival. That's good. Um, we've got to be one accord, too. And once we have that one accord, it moves. Uh, well, the glory is the glory. Um, and letting it have free reign, really, you know, with everybody in accord and free reign. And then it moves. And that's, that's what I've been seeing it's in my, my life, my personal life, and family life and home, stuff is changing, you know, and it's, I told my I was telling my wife, we went to visit a couple, a couple last night, and we were talking about, you know, everybody coming together, you know, in one accord, and just listening and acting, and that's what God says, you know, everybody come together in one accord, and a lot of things move, you know. You're talking about revival, you know. All that hap- takes place. Revival will happen, you know. And don't don't hinder. That's the biggest thing. Hindrance. Um, life has a bunch of them, and it's what we do with them. Is what we what we become. But that's a
0: question for you. You you wrote down um, a, an issue of the blood.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's what I had issue of blood. You know. Um, I didn't understand. I mean, I didn't know I was a healthy guy. But that was the main... When I showed you this last week, um, that was the title, you know, of what I wanted to talk about was the issue of the blood and of this lady. Um, It didn't matter what it looked like. It didn't matter what she had to do. She kept on and on and on and on. And she finally pressed through this crowd and she got a taste, you know. But that was... issue you know that issue of the blood it kind of was like a hindrance for her but she didn't let it hinder her she kept pressing and pressing and pressing until she got a feel of God yeah so in life keep pressing keep pressing keep pressing a lot of times we don't get our healing right away we don't get deliverances right away we don't get what we want right now it don't happen it's in God's time and as long as you keep persevering and doing it'll happen Amen. It'll happen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you.
0: I'm going um, to ask Sammy to hang up front here. Have a seat right there. Because, in, no, that's getting close to the spot where the glory's coming out. Because in, in a few moments, I want, I want to have Sammy lay hands on some folks. Believe, you know. <clears throat> in times past, you know, I've, and when somebody is struggling with a specific thing, I've I've asked others who have whose God's delivered them from that. I've asked them to come up and lay hands on them because I believe there's a an anointing of deliverance. If God has delivered you from something, then I believe that God has delivered you for purpose to share that deliverance with someone else. Amen. But you know, the scripture that really came to me as you were sharing that and and um, this is not what I had planned, but I really believe it 's uh, stirring here when you you started, you talk about the Luke eighteen moment of her pressing in and and a lot of times we focus on the pressing uh, we focus on the the action that she did in doing that and yes, I mean we do believe in the faith that she exerted to be able to experience the healing that day, and we don 't deny that we We believe that um, You know, she had exhausted, the Bible says she had exhausted everything that she had wanting healing. And I believe there's some folks this morning who have exhausted themselves uh, for healing. You've exhausted yourself for deliverance. You've exhausted yourself because you've wanted to see your family uh, changed and delivered and set free. And and something that really sticks out in my mind is where did she touch? Uh, Because in reality, she could have touched his shoulder. She could have went by and grabbed a hold of, of his arm. I mean, she's pressing in. She's probably not crawling in. She's probably pressing in in such a manner to be able to get close to him. But the Bible says that she touched the hem of his garment. And, and some of you theologians in here, Dr. Moser back there is a theologian, and I, uh, I submit to his direction and theology here, but... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the the word for that hymn is the talith. And, and, and so it reminds me of the scripture in Malachi chapter 4 verse 2 where it says the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. And most would understand that as a Jew he would he would carry a prayer shawl with him with these talis on there and as they would pray they would cover themselves and these would be the hang- they would be hanging down and and I'm not going to go into what what specifically that they mean but she understood who he was it wasn't that it was just her pressing into this Religious guy, it wasn't that she was just pressing in to touch somebody, it wasn't that she was, you know, this is Jesus, this guy walking around, he's this great uh, guru, he's this great teacher. But she understood that this was the son of the living God. She recognized by faith that she was going to somebody that could absolutely touch her life. She was going to somebody who had spoken into existence the world. She was going to somebody that that she recognized back in Malachi chapter 4, a scripture that I'm sure she heard as a little girl, that he had come. This was the son of righteousness. This was the son of God. This was uh, the, the son of David as Blind Bar made us uh, shout out as he was cro- uh, crossing through. This was the king of glory. And she says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Too many times we're, we're, we're pressing in, but do we really know what we're pressing into? Are we really truly aligned in what God wants us to do? Yes, we have an issue of the blood. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready for royal blood to flow, amen? I'm ready to know that I'm sitting at the king's table, that that as his word says, for for as many as receive him, talking about receivers, right? As many as receive him and believe in him, that they shall be given the right to become the sons of God. So there has to be this idea that we, we're not just receiving a story that we learned, you know, that, that we heard in, in, a, in a Christmas card. We're not just looking at a, a book that was set on a shelf, but this is the living word of God, and we believe it for the truth that it is, and we understand that it is an empowering word, and this empowering word says that if we'll touch the hem of his garment, if we'll press in and get to him and get a hold of him, that he can change everything. I have to receive him as who he is. He is the Lord of glory. He is the king of kings. He is God almighty, amen? He's the God on the mountain. He's the God in the valley. He's the God no matter what trial you're going through, he's still God. His godness is not based on your perception of him. His ability to do is not based on what he's done for you in the past. His ability is if he says, I can do it, I can do it because all things, let me hear that word again, all things. All. All things, all things are possible for them that believe if we would just learn to trust in him and know that he is the God who can do all things. He can heal your broken hearted. He can heal your sickness. He can heal your emotions. He can heal your life. He can heal your family. He can transform you. He's looking for somebody who's willing to say, yes, I'm willing to press in. Yes, I have faith enough to know that if I can get to him, he'll touch me. But he's looking for someone that says, I'm not just pressing into somebody. I'm pressing pressing into God. I'm pressing into his presence. I'm pressing into the power and anointing of the king of kings and lord of lords. And just as he spoke this world into existence, he can speak new life into me. Just as he told a young man with a withered hand, he said, stretch forth thy hand. And when he stretched forth his hand, it was made whole. Somebody walking around with a withered life. Somebody's walking around with a withered hand. Somebody's walking around with withered, burnt up emotions and feeling drained. And I'm here to tell you, God said, let me create life in you let me build you up let me once again speak into you don't worry about what everybody else says the world will be against you they'll try to tell you you're nobody they'll try to tell you you're nothing they will hate you but Jesus said if you'll stand with me if you'll stand firm in me I will walk with you I will see you I will prepare as brother Turney said so well last week I will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies those same people who've been laughing at you the same people who's been been scoffing at you, the same people who's been putting you down, the same people who's been discouraging you will be the same people that stand around with a hand towel and say, what can I serve you, sir? How can I help you, sir? Because God will make your enemies your footstool. Somebody needs to worship God in his house. Come on. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. But we have an issue with the blood. We need to get, I don't know if it's a transfusion. I know you didn't want transfusions. But I believe somebody needs a transfusion this morning. A transfusion that brings a transition, that brings a transformation in your life. Because you've been depending on the flesh. You've been depending on the old man. You've been depending on all your education and learning. But I'm here to tell you it's not on all you can have, all the knowledge you want to. Look, Princeton started out as a seminary. Come on. Yale started out as a seminary. These great big universities who are now spewing liberalism, uh, anti-God, Uh, Atheist mentalities are are the very hub of what Christianity used to be and yet they've lost their way. They've gotten so prestigious in their mind. They've gotten so high and mighty. They've lost who they really are. They've lost the very roots and foundations of being that that God himself is God and when God speaks, it is his word that is true. It's nothing else. They can have all the the scientific knowledge. They can have all the, 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 the knowledge of of, of mathematics and English and all those wonderful things, but if they have lost who God is, then they have nothing. They've lost it all. And I believe that God is calling us back to touch the hem of his garment, to recognize who he is, because when she touched the hem, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, she was declaring, I know that this is the son of righteousness. I know that this is the one who Has healing in his wings I know that if I could touch the hem of his garments I will be made whole This morning are you ready to be made whole Are you ready for sons and daughters to be made whole Are you ready for this church To see a breakthrough and a turnaround To be made whole I'm ready for that moment If that's you this morning And you'd like us to pray with you or for you Would you come and join me in this altar Let's See God move this morning Let's declare that healing Just as we declared with Sammy And we believed with Sammy that healing would take place And we saw the hand of God move We saw uh, his life being transformed It wasn't easy It wasn't difficult He made some uh, big steps But miracle, he didn't tell miracle after miracle took place Miracle of finances Miracle of healing Miracle of family reunion Miracle after miracle And I'm believing that 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 miraculous is going to spread in this church. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Are you ready? Tell to come up here. If you want to be prayed for, if you'd like to to join with us this morning, and you'd like to be prayed for, for healing, maybe it's for a family member, maybe it's it's for your family, I want us to believe this morning. If there's some others who said, you know what, God has healed me, and I'm believing that just as God healed me, he could heal somebody else. And I want, to, I want to pray for somebody else. Come on. God is good. He is faithful. Amen. Brother McGarrity, some of you guys come and help me pray. Come believe with me. Brother Goodrich, come help me pray. Come on, Brother Bill, help me pray. Some of you prayer warriors, come on up here and join with me. Let's believe God. Because the same God who healed Sammy is the same God who's here this morning to bring healing in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're here to pray with someone, would you step into this side? the side. I want you to stand in front of these folks, and I want you to believe with me for prayer. Come on up here, Kim and Katrina and some of you guys. Amen. As they they sing, I want us to pray, okay? You guys go ahead and start laying hands on people.